The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What makes a successful entrepreneur? One who is constantly worried about the success of their business to the point where they don't have any time for themselves? Or one who keeps an eye on business but also makes time for the rest of their life? Welcome to Reclaim Your Freedom with host Shirley Dalton. In this program, you'll learn how to create an amazing, successful business and still have time for a life. Now, here's Shirley Dalton. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom and I'm your host, Shirley Dalton. Each week, I love to bring you the experts to help you grow personally and professionally, as well as help you to lead an even more successful business. And today's guest, presence and presentation expert and chief transformational officer at the Eleni Group, Eleni Kalakos is here to help you develop your leadership presence so you can be more relaxed, more real, more relatable and more influential in your presentations. Welcome, Eleni. Oh, thank you, Shirley. I am thrilled to be talking to you. <laughs> Not as thrilled as I am. I've been reading your bio, <laughs> which I'll talk to uh, in a minute, and uh, wow, you're the who's who, and um, and you were just telling me who you used to work out with, and, uh, and I think that's pretty interesting as well. <laughs> yes, yes, I used to work out with Madonna many years ago in New York City, uh, back before she hit, and I remember she was, she, she was irresistible. She had what I call transformational presence. She was bursting and overflowing with it. You couldn't not look at her. Aha. Uh-huh. And I think today we'll talk, Eleni, a little bit about um, some people have it naturally, like it sounds like Madonna did, but it's something that you can learn to improve, and you're going to tell us how to do that today. Yes, absolutely. I, I really actually believe that we all have it to begin with, that we all are born with it, this inherent uh, if you will, charisma, mm-hmm. otherwise known as transformational presence. But we are also at liberty to increase it and maximize it. Great. And, and I really want to hear about that. But first, I always like to start by sharing a bit about our guests, just so our audience can become acquainted with you before we dive into our conversation. So, Eleni, you've been a creative person since the get-go, throwing yourself into creating all sorts of projects, mostly of an artistic nature. You've created one, sorry, one woman theatrical shows, written almost 200 songs and recorded four complete CDs of original music. You've drafted three screenplays, an award-winning book, a 30-day Touch the Sky journal, a comprehensive presentation skills self-study course, a 30-day audio-visual fearless speaking virtual course, numerous signature keynotes, both for yourself and countless coaching clients, a plethora of presentations and training classes, and just to cap it off with a few hundred (laughs) blog posts. (laughs) You've been busy. (laughs) I guess I have. (laughs) 
it's this experience that you now share with others to help them find their voice and develop what you call transformational presence so they can become more relaxed, as we've said, more real, more relatable and ultimately more influential. So Eleni, let's start with transformational presence. What do you mean by it? Well, when I, when I use the term transformational presence, I mean your willingness and your ability to be so fully present, engaged in the moment at hand, you, yourself, overflowing with your yumminess, that you become irresistible to others. And yumminess, I always say, is a professional term. <laughs> and and we're, we're all born with transformational presence. I mean, any living thing as a baby is irresistible. I mean, think about that. If you have a little tiny baby, uh, human baby, f uh, fuzzy, furry, animal baby just laying there, right? Mm -hmm. Being who they are, no more and no less, right? You can't take your eyes off of them. Mm -hmm. so, so I believe that transformational presence is really something that we are all gifted with in a sense. And it's simply a willingness to be fully who you are without mm. apology. And in my line of work, it's about being willing and able to do that in what I call a spotlight moment. When eyeballs are on you <laughs> and the stakes are high. <laughs> I like it. And I was just thinking as you were saying that about, you know, babies being born with it, we've just been staying with a couple of our friends and they have three kids, six months, three years and five years. And my husband and, and I, for that matter, absolutely besotted with the six-month-old. As you say, we, we oh. couldn't take our eyes off her and, and she couldn't do anything. She would just sit there and smile and um, and eat. <laughs> Well, that's the point, you see. Again, doing no more and no less than what you're capable of doing in that moment to the fullest, right? Mm -hmm. and, and here's what happens to us. You know, we're born with that transformational presence, and then we start to move out into the world. And we start hearing, no, don't be you. Mm -hmm. uh, we start to get lidded. I always think of it as a lid slamming your, your head. Bam, mm -hmm. bam, bam. We start to shrink to fit. Mm. We start to want to please others. We start to care more about other than realizing ourselves. And in effect, in, in a sense, we lose our voice. You know, it's as if we're born with, with our voice and then spend our lifetimes recovering it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so I'm always, I am really on a mission to help people reclaim their transformational presence. And, and what happens in a fight or flight scenario when it comes to speakers and mm -hmm. speaking is when eyeballs are on you in a spotlight moment, uh, we easily begin to hide. And our transformational presence takes a hit. And it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. So we have to help ourselves be present and breathing and relaxed and real in those pressurized moments. OK. so. For somebody who is absolutely petrified of it, I, I know, um, <laughs> you know, leaders and business owners that I've worked with, and they're brilliant people and uh, very visionary and run great companies. But when it comes to standing up and giving a presentation to their team or standing and talking in front of people, um, they're what we would say in Australia a basket case. You know, <laughs> they just they're, oh yeah yeah. So so what can they do? How can how can they be helped to, you know, be more real and relaxed? 
Well, first of all, I want to say that I, I run into this all the time, too. I always sort of joke and say that I will never be without coaching clients because fear of public speaking is such a huge fear for so very many people. In, in my experience, uh, when I poll a room, if I am doing a training, for example, the room with a room full of people, mm-hmm. I always ask, you know, who who are the lovers in the room? Who loves to speak? Mm-hmm. And I'll get, if I had 100 people, I'd probably get a little handful of people raising their hands. Mm-hmm. And then I would say, who are the haters in the room? And then you get a handful of people immediately putting their hands up. And the rest of the room are in the eh category. They're in the and probably 80% of the room, they're in the, oh, God, I'll do it if I have to, mm-hmm. leaning toward the hating and leaning toward the loving. And these are, like you say, brilliant, capable, educated people. I mean, people who are skilled. You know, I'm working with high-level uh, executives, mm-hmm. right, running companies who still capitulate to their fear mm. when it comes to public speaking. So, you know... That's why over time I, I developed tools and techniques that I learned, frankly, as a young actress living in New York. I learned myself how to manage this sphere because I had it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I actually loved to perform, but I didn't love to audition. I really didn't understand that I would have to get in front of people and sing for my supper, literally. Mm-hmm. I don't think it really hit me in front of a group of judging people. And I had such fear and stress around it that I lost my uh, ability to breathe properly. My body would, I always use this expression, but it's true, I would sphincter up, I would shut down, literally, <laughs> right? I would, every part of, and if you're not, if you're sphinctered up, you're not breathing. Mm-hmm. And if you're not breathing, you're not thinking. Mm-hmm. And as a performer, as a speaker, as a singer, let me tell you, if you're not breathing, you don't have breath support. And you don't have the control. And you can't bring it. You can't, you can't bring your best. Mm-hmm. And I went into those auditions, I assure you, a sphinctered up people pleaser. All I wanted to do was go in there and impress people. I wanted to get the gig. Mm-hmm. Right? The very things I needed to let go of in order to be able to be free to show up, breathe, and be. So it almost sounds like you had to be detached. I had to be willing. Mm-hmm. Well, I had to be willing to fo- follow these five principles that I know will will we'll touch upon these five foundational principles of my work. Mm-hmm. I call them the five presence principles. I had to be willing. I had to be willing, first and foremost, to be willing to accept who I was and be happy with it, to know what my strengths were, which Mm -hmm. is the first presence principle, be thyself, right? Mm -hmm. To be willing to know what I had going for me and play into it and uh, let them see that. The five presence principles, by the way, are know thyself, be thyself, prepare thyself, Commit thyself and turn thyself on so you can turn others on. Mm-hmm. And, and really, it was about letting go of pleasing. It was about letting go of impressing. It was about embracing 
doing what I could do in service to the material using my gifts and my abilities to the best of my abilities, which mm -hmm. and in service to that material, which is in service to the audience that's watching or listening. And this is what I'm always telling my clients. It's not about you. <laughs> it's about the audience. It really is. And it's about going in there and working with what I call a strong and driving intention. That's part of commit thyself, presence principle number four. Commit to working with a strong and driving intention, meaning you're going in there to satisfy a purpose, right? Mm -hmm. and, and that is the most important thing. And, and you and know, really letting everything else. Uh, and you know, it reminds me of um, when I had to do an audition, uh, basically, which led to the radio and the TV um, opportunities that we have. And I was everything that you were saying then, I was so fixated on um, being the best, uh, making sure I looked good, that I got myself all, as you say, I love that term, sphinct it up, and, <laughs> and yeah, it just wasn't happening. And it was only through talking with a, a coaching client that I have, and, uh, and he said, how are you going? I said, oh, I've got this thing and I can't make it work. And he said, just be yourself. And, and when I did, I, I took all the fancy clothes off because I'm not a girl who likes all the fancy clothes. I put my flat shoes on and my pants and, and a jacket that I always wear, and I just talked. And, and exactly what you're saying, Elaine, it, it worked. You know, they, they seem to love it, and yet Well, I'd, of course. Yeah. So, Elaine, you know, yes. I was just going to say, why don't we take a quick break, and then we can continue this, because I really want to get into this. I think there's absolute gold there for us. Wonderful. Okay. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Welcome back. Well, I'm on location, so you might be hearing a few noises in the background. I think we've got somebody sawing some wood as they make a new floor for the motel that we're staying at there's traffic going by so just ignore all of that and as I have I almost forgot to have a break because I was just so engrossed and engaged in with what Eleni was saying and and just before the break we were talking about the five presence principles that Eleni has developed uh, to give us more of what she calls this transformational presence and if you recall I remembered being myself when I was auditioning to actually have the opportunity to be on the radio. And I must say, I still do get nervous around that. But Eleni, it brought up something for you. So, and uh, I really want you to go back to that because you were talking about showing up as yourself. Tell us more about that, please. Shirley, your, your story really, really uh, got me because in my opinion, you see what you did was something very courageous. It's the thing that most of us are so afraid of doing. It's, it's being willing to show up and let people see you as you really are. Mm-hmm. At Bedrock, we do not think we're good enough. Mm. And, and part of, in my work, when I'm working as a, in a coaching capacity with a client, when we're working with the first present principle, which is know thyself, not only are we looking at the assets that, that uh, we have, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm guiding them through them really looking at what they have going for themselves, but I'm having them come face to face with the things that are getting in their way. And, and I'm not just talking about behaviors or mannerisms. Mm-hmm. I am talking about what I call the lies that bind you. And those are the beliefs that you have about yourself that are manifested by those little guys that sit on your shoulder in a spotlight moment or right before a spotlight moment judging you you know your little judgers I call them Mo and Schmo <laughs> and Mo and Schmo are equal opportunity naysayers and they love to fling the lies that bind you at you the lies that bind you uh, notions like you're you know uh, what are you doing speaking to this group you're not educated enough or you're not pretty enough for this job. You've or, been eavesdropping. If, yeah, right? So we have these things in our head. At Bedrock, we're so afraid that if we really let, our, let other people see ourselves, they will reject us. They will laugh at us. They will kick us out of the tribe, uh-huh. so to speak. Uh-huh. It's very old. It's very tribal. You know, uh-huh. when, we, when we put ourselves in front of a group, suddenly it's them and us. And we just want to fling our arms around us, protect ourselves, or run. And really, 
the greatest thing that, that can be done is what you did, is to open your arms wide to the experience of being in the moment and create a figure eight of energy with that audience. Connect with the audience. Bridge that gap and show them who you are. Somebody once said to me, I think I believe it was my acting teacher, Michael Howard in, in New York, he said, Elaney, your job is to go in there and show them your colors, your, your palette of colors that make up Elaney. Mm. We all, this is, this is what we are all here to do. But it takes courage. It takes courage to show up warts and all. And yet when we do, like you did, Shirley, other people can connect with us as real living human beings. And that is when magic happens on the platform. So honestly, in, in, you know, when I'm working with clients, I have to have them come face to face with the lies that bind them. And I have, to have, I have to move them into reshaping them into what I call power phrases. I have to retrain their brain with them. Mm -hmm. I have to help them speak differently and think differently about themselves in those spotlight moments and preceding those spotlight moments, which means they have to prepare themselves differently, which is presence principle number three. Mm -hmm. Prepare thyself, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's know thyself. Be thyself and prepare thyself. And preparing for an actor is so different than it is for most people. Uh, preparing for an actor is everything. Actors are nutty about preparation. <laughs> they prepare the material. They prepare their bodies. They prepare their voices. They prepare their heads. They prepare all three areas of the presence planes, the three presence planes, uh, vocal, physical and and energetic equally so that they're ready to rock they're ready mm -hmm. and they do this before they get out onto the onto the stage <laughs> so mm -hmm. they are truly ready <laughs> and it makes all the difference in the world it's it's all about and, and athletes do this as well i'm a, athletes and actors very similar in the way that we we all think it's all about doing whatever you can to be in a physically relaxed body, right? Mm -hmm. Breathing, centered, and present with tools in place to help you manage what I call the murky middle and the discomfort that you feel right before you go on when Mo and Schmo are absolutely coming at you like mm -hmm. gangbusters. So you have pre-show routines and rituals are part of your preparation. And, and that you are prepared even for the eventuality of something going wrong. You have some tools in place to help you recover if something goes awry in a spotlight moment. That's what, that's what being prepared really is about, not to mention knowing the material like the back of your hand. You know, Eleni, it just reminded me of something. In a former life, I used to be a teacher in the tertiary education, and I would teach people how to cook various things and now I'm not saying I'm a big chef or anything like that but it was just basic cooking um, but I would prepare I would practice and practice and practice so that I knew what I was doing when I was demonstrating to the students how to do it and as you say if something went wrong I just took it in my stride and it just occurred to me that it seems like there are certain things where it's okay to and even necessary to prepare ourselves but what I'm hearing is that maybe we've not made that connection between giving a speech or giving a presentation 
as we would if we were acting or if we were uh, an elite athlete or in my case where I was demonstrating some cooking skills. I couldn't agree with you more. It's all about peak performance. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm certainly all about peak performance. And in order to perform at your peak, mm -hmm. you have to be ready. You have to be ready. It's not only about putting those 10,000 hours in, right? It, mm -hmm. it, that's a gimme in this thing. Mm -hmm. Getting really good at what you do is huge. Um, it's about putting the other things in place, most particularly getting your head together, right? Mm -hmm. Where those little judges live. Because that's, that's what, generally speaking, will throw us. Though I don't want to minimize, by the way, the physical work of getting a piece of material together. I want to mention something that you did, Shirley, that I was, I, I said this to you before we got on the air here, but I'm going to reiterate this. You see, your approach even to how you come at this, this radio program is indicative of someone who intuitively understands the notion of preparation. Mm -hmm. Because you were very thorough in your research, you created a script for yourself, uh, in a sense, an outline for yourself, and you were very, you're very, you're, you know exactly what's what, what's coming when and where. You have done what you can to control what you can, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So you can surrender to the, sa the stage, surrender <laughs> to the stage. That's what I call it. When you 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 control the pieces that you can, and then in a sense, the curtain goes up. And you move into the moment, one, af one moment after the other. And if something goes wrong, look, at least you know, hey, yeah. I did my part, right, to make things work. And in fact, if something really does go wrong, then it's just a human moment that you and your audience can connect over. You know, honestly. But, but, but that's what I mean. You, you intuitively did that in preparation for our, our conversation today. And, and, and I, I want to say... Unfortunately, too many of my clients come to me on, and, they, and, they, and they, they tell me that when they feel most ready is when they are most prepared, mm -hmm. and yet they don't prepare. <laughs> you know, they, they avoid preparing, or, and they say to me, well, I'm really busy, and I think I realize that. We're all really busy, but there still must be time to help yourself do the work that needs to be done so you can feel ready. And one more thing. Why would anyone feel like a presentation expert, right, mm -hmm. without presenting a lot or learning the skill sets? Like mm -hmm. anything else, playing golf, driving a car, whatever, it is a skills-based, um, uh, it's, it's skill-based, and the more you learn tools and techniques and the more you apply them, the, the, the more confident you're going to feel. You know, confident comes from building on what you're good at and from getting really good at something you haven't been good at in the long run. Yes, yeah. And and I love what you said then about controlling what you can and then moving into the moment. And you know, and what we're talking about here is also developing those skills and the the word that popped up for me was a matter of priorities. You know, it's if we all have 24 hours in a day, nobody gets any more or any less. It's a matter of how we spend that. And speaking of which, we're going to have a short break and then when we come back, we want to get more into some of these tools and tips that we've been talking about so that we can help some of our audience members to be able to move into that space uh, and feeling like they're more in control. 
Stay with us. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. And we're back. Wow, what a conversation we're having with Eleni Kalakis. Now, one of the things that Eleni said to me, and uh, I was sitting here a little bit red-faced but quite chuffed, I must add, uh, she said that I did a masterful segue. So there you go, audience. <laughs> That's something that you uh, <laughs> can all put out. But the thing that we want to be talking about here is about being masterful. And I don't know about you, listeners, but what I've noticed is that when Eleni is talking, she is masterful with the use of her words, using descriptive words for us like that we can see, you know, we have that imagery. So words like at the beginning where we're lidded, uh, when we're sphinctered up. I mean, think you imagine that. You, you can see that. You know, I can almost see somebody sort of like, like ooh, you know, and their, their mouth's all <laughs> round. And, <laughs> and it occurred to me that that's something that, I don't naturally think about, but I've noticed it today, Eleni, with you. And um, so, you know, tell us a little bit more about that. You may or may not be conscious of that. You know, I, I love that you mentioned this, Shirley, because I think that's just, first of all, that's so insightful. But I am, you know, I am historically, um, well, you know, I'm as a performer, I, I, I moved into singer-songwriter world. Mm -hmm. And part of my my self-training was learning how to write songs, which means being succinct. Mm -hmm. It means painting with word pictures. It means saying 
the most vibrant, vivid uh, thing in the least amount of time in service to the intention of the song, mm -hmm. which is not dissimilar <laughs> to what you have to do to put a great sentence together or a great presentation together. Mm -hmm. And and so I'm I'm narrative to begin with. I'm a storyteller. I love telling stories. It's part of my Greek background. I think <laughs> I come from a long line of 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 hand uh, talking storytellers. You know, at the dinner table we would get up and we would literally get up and act stories out. Which, who knows, potentially led me to was one of the things that led me to my career as an actress. But um, when I think about uh, presence principle number four, which is commit thyself. Uh, I, I talk about com commit thyself to a strong and driving intention. You know, the purpose that you're honoring in service to the audience. And commit thyself to working with bold, making bold choices, or otherwise, I like to say, ban wishy-washy. Mm -hmm. Ban wishy-washy. And then the third is committing to connecting deeply with the audience, eyeball to eyeball, heart to heart. And there is, there is truly no better way to execute all three of those things by focusing on putting a presentation together uh, from the strongest possible foundation all the way up to the flesh that you lay on it. And, uh, and I teach my, I teach my my coaching clients and the, my training clients and when I'm out there speaking, you know, as a, as a keynoter, I like to teach a, I have a formula in a sense, my fishbone formula that I've developed to put together a presentation. It looks very much just like a fishbone and the spine of that fishbone is, is what you're there to do. It's the, it's the driving uh, intention and you're starting from the bones out. It's like writing a great song. You want the bones to be so strong, so clear, and and it's because they're the foundation, you know. Mm -hmm. And and so with any presentation, the, the the stronger and clearer those foundational bones are, which are the spine, the main points, those big fat bones that cross the spine of the fish, the head of the fish, and the tail of the fish. Um, and the head is comprised of the hook that pulls people in, the setup of the problem that you're there to solve, the declaration of that intention, um, the preview of coming attractions, all things that I teach my clients, and ending with a bang, you know, starting with a bang, ending with a bang, mm -hmm. and, then, and then putting onto this, this skeleton flesh, that is, as you described, and I'm very pleased that you said this to me, that as you described in a sense, the way I talk, mm -hmm. um, flesh that is vivid um, and helps people see and feel. And by that I mean the flesh is the evidence that supports the big points that you're there to make. And flesh can be a story that makes people feel mm -hmm. beautifully told, right, that has a point. Or, you know, combined with perhaps an image that pe people just sort of blows the back of people's heads off, you know, oh, mm -hmm. and, and, or perhaps, and data, uh, you know, honestly, um, 
A little bit of data goes a long way, but I'll tell you a story well told that helps us understand the value of that data, people remember it, will remember it long after the data itself. So in my opinion, um, commit myself to connecting with your audience deeply, eyeball to eyeball, heart to heart, means presenting in as human and accessible a way as possible, using stories, anecdotes, images, right, and in as clear a way as possible. Having winnowed away everything that doesn't need to be in there, right? So, so you that just the used one then. I did? Yeah, winnowed <laughs> away. Here's yeah. the picture that I just got of somebody sitting there with a piece of wood and they're just, you know, stroke, stroke, stroke until they, they create and craft something beautiful. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, well, wonderful. Then you, you just you you just opened opened up a wonderful path for me to say it's like writing a great piece of music. It's not so much the notes that you put into it, it's the notes that you leave out of it that uh -huh. make that song great or that melody great. Oh. It's similar to a presentation. And here's the reason that I'm even talking about putting a presentation together. When you do the work to make a presentation come alive for your audience and hopefully for yourself, mm -hmm. it's so much easier for you to be present as you deliver it. It's more fun, right? Mm -hmm. It's more human. The idea is to fill up your presentations with who you are. In fact, that kind of moves me to um, presence principle number five, which is turn thyself on so you can turn others on. Mm -hmm. The more willing you are, to plumb and use your unique gifts and talents and abilities in service to your audience by virtue of your presentations or your conversations or your business pitches, whatever, mm -hmm. the more alive, present, and you you're going to be. So for example, when I, I'm a storyteller, believe me, my keynotes, my trainings, and my coaching is, are filled with stories and metaphors. When I get up in front of a group because I'm a singer, I will grab my guitar and I will, t I will sing a song to make a point, to deepen a point, to bring an audience closer to me. If I was a master juggler, mm -hmm. I'd probably juggle. Mm -hmm. You know, so I always say, what do you love to do? What would be fun for you to bring into a presentation? I, I have a golfer client. He loves to golf. He works for a large, a global company, and he's a sales trainer. And he was bored by his own presentations. <laughs> it turns out this guy, well, he was, and he, so he came to me to help him just zhuzh him up a little bit, mm -hmm. get them, just, I don't know, just, well, I discovered the guy was an avid golfer. And we wound up using golf as a way to help him manage his uh, anxiety before he got on. He would bring a golf club, and mm -hmm. he would, he'd bring a putter, and he would start, he would putt a ball into a cup, just one putt after the other, to focus himself, to breathe, right? Mm -hmm. And he would bring that putter out onto the stage with him. It was like home to him, right? Yeah. And he would tell golfing stories that made points that had to do with the sales training he was there to teach, you see? Oh, I love His it. His audience, it was brilliant. He had fun. He was hilarious when he told those stories, and they all were really, they weren't just random just for just for fun. They were intentional, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. 
it's not that he overdid it either. He just he we very carefully figured out where and when to do that. And every time he took the, he, he did that, of course he came alive. He had fun and it, when he was having fun, his audience was having fun. So that's what I mean when I say turn thyself on so you can turn others on. And, and that's presence principle number five. And, and you know, I think that that's, um, well, they're all my favourites, but that's that's probably my most favourite um, principle there because for me what I'm hearing is that you're giving people permission and encouraging them, as you say in the first part there, you know, to be thyself. But if, yes. if we're turning ourselves on and, and having fun, where for a lot of people when they go to uh, speaker training or presentation training, they get taught, you know, go and stand on this side of the stage and put your arm up here and do this. And, you know, it's it's almost like robotic oh. and and uh, for those of us who aren't natural performers, I mean, <laughs> it looks oh, like Pinocchio. That's a, that's a terrible thing to do, in my opinion. And, you know, in this day and age, what we want are relaxed, real presenters having a conversation with us. That's what we want, and that's what we expect. Mm. We don't want people orating at us. We, want, we don't want people speaking at us. We want people speaking with us. We forgive flaws in other people. We forgive. We don't want perfection. Perfection, perfection doesn't bring people to you. Your flaws, your humanness attracts people to you. They can go, oh, thank God, this person is human just like me. You become so much more relatable. That's the key. And that, but, but as I said, it's terrifying for most people. And so, and actors, they learn. We learn how to do this. We do it over time in class. Oh my gosh, painstakingly, moment by moment. And we learn to trust showing up. Mm -hmm. uh, I certainly had to learn how to do this. Um, I, I wrote about this deeply in my book because it was the one thing that got in my way. I was really convinced people didn't want to know me. Mm. Uh, they didn't want to know what I thought or believed or felt. They didn't want to know what I would bring to the material. So I would create uh, a character from the outside in, rather from the inside out. And my great lesson as an actress was to be able and be willing to show up. This is why I teach this to my, my clients, because I had to go through it myself. It was, it, was, it was excruciating, but it was what I call doing the work. And mastery, presence and presentation mastery, is about being willing to do the work, to be genuinely present. All right. Well, with that, let's get present for a, a couple of minutes while we listen to some of our sponsors. And I just want to give a shout out here to Jess Toddfeld, who actually gives a gift of his book, The Media Secrets, to our guests. And so we just want to thank Todd for that. And when we come back, Eleni, uh, you're going to give us some uh, tools that you can put in your toolkit for making these presentations. We've talked about the five uh, presence principles and now listeners you want to come back because Eleni is going to share with you even more in her toolbox and I can't wait to hear this. Stay with us, we'll be right back.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Welcome back, everyone. Well, every now and again, you well, more now than again, but today in particular, you have a guest. I have a guest. I own this. I have a guest. And, and I'm just loving this conversation. In fact, I don't want it to end. And, Eleni, you're so full of compliments and um, you notice things. And uh, listeners, during the break, Eleni was saying how good it is to, to talk with me and how good I am at, at this. And, uh, you know, and I, I, um, I really appreciate you saying that. But it occurs to me it's because I love it. You know, the, the two things that I love to do in the world, well, three things really, is I love to meet new people, I love to learn, and, of course, then I love to share. So being able to interview people, learn about new things, and then to share that and teach people as in new listeners, uh, nothing better for me. So anyway, that, that triggered something for you then, Eleni, as we were talking about it, that. It did. And I, you know, presence principle number five has another component to it. Mm-hmm. And it's about being true to what I call your soul role, what you're here to do mm-hmm. on the deepest level in your meat suit, <laughs> in this body that you're in, on this planet. And so those things that you described, you know, the fact that you love to connect with people and all of those three things that you described, mm-hmm. they are they are your gifts. And no doubt, if we were to, again, use the word winnow there, but winnow down, 
in, to, to the deepest part of you, they would lead you to, to what I would call your soul role. Your mm -hmm. soul role is something that you can really kind of define in very, very, very briefly. For example, I'll use myself as an example. It's probably the easiest way to do this. Mm -hmm. You read that whole list off of, of all sorts of things that I've done in my lifetime thus far. You mm -hmm. know, an actress and singer-songwriter and author and blah, blah, blah. But the truth is, at bedrock, at bedrock at the very core, I am an elevator. I am here to use my gifts in service to other people to elevate them, to help them realize their greatest potential. That's really why I'm here, to help them utilize everything they've been given and, and, and stand in who they are, find their voice, put it out into the world as fully as possible. That's what I'm here to do. Mm -hmm. And all those things that you read out at the beginning as part of my bio, those are simply the delivery methods mm -hmm. in honor and in service to my soul role. And what I know is that when I get up in front of people on the speaking platform, when I take my toes and I just dig them deep into my soul role and I remember why I'm here, my presentation goes to new heights. My transformational presence ratchets up and out because I am standing fully in who I am and what I'm here to do and using my gifts in service to that audience, right? I'm at my most galvanized and therefore most galvanizing when I'm doing that. And so one of the things that I do with my clients is really work with them to help figure out, at Bedrock, why are they here? How is that informing their work? And if they're going to be giving a presentation, how can they bring the two together so that it has meaning to them? Because when you are speaking, from a place of meaning, everything changes. So I, I, that's why I, I'm, I'm glad you, you asked me this question, Shirley, because I think it's really important. It's that, and, and that will bring your body into aliveness. It'll bring your energy into aliveness. It'll bring your voice into aliveness. And, and speaking of that, because you, you said I'm going to share a few more tips really from my toolkit. You know, there are two things that I want to make sure that I share. Mm -hmm. One is uh, the fact that I make every one of my clients come up with a little toolkit of presentation preparation tools and techniques that we figure out for them, and I'll explain that in a moment. And the other thing is something I call FBI. Um, and, and both of these things are incredibly useful. Well, the, the toolkit is what I call a pre-show toolkit of tools and techniques and methodologies that are, are basically customized that you choose, right, that you'll actually do to help yourself feel ready. Mm. And so I'll, I'll sit there and I'll say, okay, what can you do to help yourself? And I'm always thinking of those three presence planes, right? I'm thinking, I'm thinking your physical, your energetic, and your vocal. How can you energize your body? What do you like to do, right? Mm -hmm. uh, sit up, uh, excuse me, um, some sort of um, uh, running in place, mm -hmm. um, yoga. I don't know. What kind of physical activity can you do to help yourself bring your body alive? Um, and then, you know, what about, what about uh, how can you help yourself feel grounded from an energetic standpoint, right? Mm -hmm. Feeling the floor under your feet, you know? 
um, giving that strong sense of center. What can you do there? Some people like to do deep breathing. I am always teaching mindfulness and deep breathing as part of this. If you're not breathing, you're not thinking. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pinpoint what, what very specific things that people will do for themselves. Um, energetic uh, preparation often involves working with the power phrases uh, that you have come up with that, in a sense, have uh, they are the response to those nasty lies that bind you that those little judges say. There are these positive, useful, empowering phrases that I have my clients come up with that they can use almost like little mantras, speaking to themselves until they until they uh, until they believe it and mean it. So I believe in things like self-talk, physical activity. What I know for sure is that fear cannot hit a moving target. Mm -hmm. Action trumps fear. So doing, doing what you can to uh, take action uh, helps minimize fear. And that's why I always like to teach a simple tool called FBI. It means foot, breath, intention. Right before you go on, find the floor with your feet. Feel Mother Earth supporting you. Mm -hmm. Get centered. B is for breath and belly. Bring your breath into your belly. Bring your breath into your belly. And I is for intention. What are you here to do? Remind yourself about what it is that you're there to do. It's a way of centering and bringing yourself into the moment. And you can use FBI right before you go on. You can use FBI when you move out in front of your audience before you speak to them. And you can use FBI in a spotlight moment when you're thrown for a loop. You can use it to recover. Hmm. I love it. Absolutely love it. And, you know, as, as you were saying that, one of my little rituals is when I'm doing my script, as you call it, the I like to read the introduction because that's what settles me. Once we get into the questions, well, we're away, we're having a conversation. But if I don't have that beginning bit, I'm I'm not centred. And, uh, and it's interesting because my breathing comes down. I, I actually practice it out loud before you come on and, and I've already run through it. So it's very interesting. Um, that you've actually been able to put that into a formula that people can actually follow into a little toolkit. And I love what, that you've called it your pre-show toolkit. Fantastic. Absolutely love it. Thank so. you. You're doing everything right there. <laughs> You're doing everything right. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, Lainey, it's it's been wonderful talking with you today and I've learned so much and particularly I love your five presence principles for your transformational presence and, and that is, you know, having being able to connect and be more relatable with the audience. And so, listeners, if you're in a position where you need to improve your presentation skills or to feel more relaxed, then Eleni, where can people get in touch with you? Please, please, I, I invite you to come to my website, which is www.theelenigroup.com, T-H-E-E-L-E-N-I.com. And uh, go ahead and sign up for my, my, uh, my five tips and tools it's a lovely little short email series that can be very valuable to you. 
Okay. Well, Eleni, I should say, not Eleni. I have a friend in Australia called Eleni. Eleni. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us today. It was awesome. And I'm sure, listeners, you've learned a lot of valuable tips and techniques to help you develop your transformational presence. That's all we've got time for today. So as always, I encourage you to implement what you've learned so that you can speak up and make a difference. Your voice matters. Remember to use your words to change your world so that you can continue to create your ideal business lifestyle. Thank you for joining Shirley Dalton and her amazing guest this week on Reclaim Your Freedom. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, relax just a bit and have a great week. Enjoy the upcoming weekend and we'll see you here for the next show. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.